imagine this with me for a moment. Imagine this evening, a spaceship lands in our front lawn and no, none of our neighbors saw it. Somehow you, right? The listener or the viewer, as you're participating in this podcast, think about this. Imagine none of your neighbors saw it. None of your friends and family. There is a sound calling out to you saying, hey, come outside. We, we got a special treasure for you. You have wonder what you would be able to do if you were the ultimate version of you, right? You would then have an easy time creating what you want. And yes, effortlessly enjoying life too. Now, you may know this already. The influence you have over your reality is far beyond what you've been told. Soon, you realize that your outer world is merely a mirror of your inner world. And we're here to connect the dots for you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to God Welcome back to God Mode. We're going to jump right into what we were doing, what we were talking about last time. And if you haven't listened to the last episode, I would start there because we're discovering the origin of Upgrade and how we began this, this not only this journey, but the foundation and, and how instead of retreat, we, you know, really like retreating and, and, and just playing small, I decided to go all in on myself. Now, it's not really a story about me and you'll, you'll see why, because even though I'm sharing with you my journey, this story is about you guys. And, and you'll see why as we get towards the end of this episode. Welcome back, gentlemen. Brady and Michael, we, we, we're so happy that we're all here again. And um, let's jump right in, yeah? Yeah, let's Definitely. continue on with the, see the story of uh, your obsession that's led us all here. Yeah. And so you were basically down to your last couple bucks, down to the wire. Basically, you have to go home. You have to leave the United States. Everything's falling apart. And you take the last few dollars you have and go, I'm going to put it towards a training instead. <laughs> so, I mean, that's where we left off. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell you guys this. There was a moment I was sitting at um, the training room and we were taking a break and someone asked me, hey, it's, it's, you know, this is the last day. We're all going to go to the Wynn, which is, you know, one of the resorts in Vegas they were like, we're all going to go to the wind and have a buffet. You want to join us? And I'm like, I don't have the kind of money to go to the wind for a buffet. And, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, I would love to. Um, depends on what time. <laughs> you know, I was deflecting it. And then I'm like, it depends. I might, I might have something going on. What time are you guys going? And I just couldn't get out of it. They're like, oh, come on. You should come with us. It's the last day, blah, blah, blah. So finally I went with them, got there. And I'm like, I, I whispered to the cashier. I'm like, how much is it? She's like $45, something like that. It was in the 40s. And then plus tip, right? And I'm like, about to crap my pants. 40-something bucks was so much to me at the time. I mean, considering... I was owing my friend 300 some bucks and it's all I had. And so not to mention I was thousands of dollars in debt at the time. 
And so 40 something dollars was like, I can't do this. But here are all these people, they're in there and they're expecting me to go in. I'm not going to make a scene. I'm just going to, I'm just going to do it. Put it on the credit card. Let's go. And every bite I took, I was like, man, this is a lot of money here. I got to just like enjoy it all. The same attitude I had in the training room. Yeah. The same attitude. Now, a lot of people will say, well, okay, what's the big deal here? Spend the money. You, 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 of course, that was a lot of money to you. So you appreciate it more. But it's not about that. It's about the, the moment when I finished my meal that night. I, I think everything bubbled up. My mind was like, this is a time for you to make a decision. Either you're going to do this or you're going to do this even more. You're either going to win or win bigger. You can't go back to the old life. And that was a moment where my, at the time, current reality shattered completely. Yeah, that was a, a one cycle of reality completely shattered. Now, fast forward, I'm, I'm going to just go right into the point. Because of that, I got back. And I remember that, yes, now I've changed a lot. I've learned some skills, but I didn't know what I was supposed to do. I didn't know what I was supposed to do. And so I began to take massive action. Now think about how many people out there in this world, they take massive action. And the reason we take massive action behind all that, right? The, the unconscious reason we do is because we want to get as much feedback as possible to know what works and what doesn't work. So people work a lot, take a lot of action because they want to use the physical action to compensate for what their mind doesn't know right now previously i was already someone who took up who took a lot of actions and i continue to be that way after the training that didn't change but what changed was me and so when i took the same amount of action i noticed wait a second everything started to work this is really strange everything started to work and then um, there was, there was a moment when, cause, cause during the training, I, I set a goal that I would find the one in my relationship. I wanted to find the one and, um, the one true love. And I, I set a goal that I would find the one by August 31st that year. And think about the dilemma here though. I was like, I'm out of money. But my goal was to find the one. I'm like, how is this going to make sense? I need money to pay rent and buy food, but I'm supposed to find the one and going on date isn't cheap. You have, there's expenditure involved. Yet there's a voice that whispered in my ear and, and, and inside of me that was louder than ever before. I feel like before the training, I was very much buried in my own thoughts. But at this time, that voice was loud. It was clear. It was still a whisper, but it was loud. Loud enough for me to be like, okay, I'm going to stay focused. Because sometimes the problems that we think we have 
are not actually the real problems. Hmm. There's, there's a, you know, like my financial problem at the time, I later realized was because I wasn't taking care of myself and I wasn't doing things I really wanted to do, like finding the one. Long story short, uh, August, uh, I think 19, actually, August 19, I was engaged. I found the one. Now, that was about a week and a half before the day of that I set the goal for. I set the goal to be before or on August 31st, and I found her. I was engaged August 19th. Now, of course, I'm like, whoa, I, I made it. I did it. But that marks actually another milestone in why we created Upgrade. Why built what we built? Because here's what happened. When I found her, I also found out that she was previously engaged. And months before, he, she decided to break up with her fiance. And I later found out that was the same weekend I set the goal in, my, in the first training I took. Now, then you begin to line up these events. You're like, well, okay, hold up. I set a goal after I've created some changes in my mind. And then this girl in a totally different state found herself having this feeling that she needed to break up with her fiance. And in her words, she said, I felt like someone who was perfect for me was just around the corner. Well, that's an interesting one to try and piece together because are we impacting things in this butterfly effect uh, that we can't possibly comprehend until we look backwards and let's, Interestingly enough, she made note of when she broke it off and you made note of when you set the goal. And if you hadn't even done that, you would have just found yourselves together. But now you have the dates to compare and say, wow, am I designing the world I want because I'm actually sitting down, sharpening my pencil and designing it? I mean, that's amazing. <laughs> it's crazy. I love this. Story. You point out something that I think maybe including myself, didn't think about, and, and many listeners may not have ever thought about. And I, I want to I reiterate and, and even dive deeper into what you said, because that butterfly effect, that so many of us at the moment of creating it had no understanding that we are creating it. And so at that moment when I discovered, see, it wasn't that when I got engaged, I was like, oh man, I found her. And this is amazing. And I, of course, I felt that way. And I was like, whoa, dreams do come true. And it was the moment when we were sitting quietly in our, you know, little basement apartment, you know, after we got married, 650 bucks a month, just the basement, small space. It was perfect for what we needed at the time. It was when we were sitting there one Saturday night, and we were like comparing timeline, telling stories, continuing to get to know each other. And she was like, oh, whoa, that was the weekend I, I broke up with him. And it was that moment I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> what if everything that I experienced as so-called a hero's journey wasn't to create pain or suffering, 
which pain and suffering is a choice in terms of how we feel, right? It was to create an intensive awareness, an intense awareness on the alignment of the time frame. Because think about it, if I just like set a go and then I found her nonchalantly, like no effort, there was no pain, no suffering, nothing like that, which obviously with my previous programming, I, I get how that was created. But the point is, all of that got me into a state where I was hyper-focused in analyzing every little detail. And it wasn't overanalyzing, although I thought I was. But when I looked at that moment with her, I was like, what if all of the things that, that made it felt like such a massive investment brought me the awareness that this is creating a butterfly effect or whatever we call it, right? And, and in our training, we talk even more about the quantum nature of the internal and the external world's relationship. And so at that moment, I thought, what if this is not a coincidence? Because some people will think it is. Because my friends at the time were like, who is this crazy dude that all of a sudden got engaged? We don't even know him anymore. We thought we knew him, but like he just like, who is this girl? Many of my friends were like, how do you get engaged just like that? Right? And and even Cheris was like, hey, like what what is like this is crazy how fast we met each other and now we're engaged. Like what? Right? It's a little hard for everyone, but I'll tell you this, after the first date, because I had a spreadsheet, I wrote 83 attributes, prioritize, bottom and roles. I was being very precise, like an engineer would, right? And coming from engineering, I, I was like, this is the way I need to use data and emotions together to analyze. Long story short, she met the attributes. And I'm like, after the first date, I went and celebrated with my friends. I was like, I knew I found her. And my friends are like, you're crazy. There's no ring on her finger yet. So how do you know it's going to be her? I'm like, I just know, right? Anyway, fast forward to that moment. We're sitting in our living room after we got married. And I'm like, this is not a coincidence. But I've got to prove myself wrong. I'm going to do everything to prove myself wrong. Because if it is not a coincidence, I have hit one of the greatest gold mines ever you can repeat it i mean that's amazing yeah now of course i don't need another wife so i was like <laughs> how how do repeatability i repeatability of the design repeat, <laughs> how do i repeat this so well, you I, did I, that with who you want to work with i mean it's keep going sorry i love the story oh you're good that's it because i was like okay what if i could design who i want to work with i resisted it for a moment to be honest because I'm like, oh, I enjoy what I was doing previously. Let's see what I can leverage. I tried everything. I even started doing a 3D printing business. I was doing like other things. I became obsessed with a number of things. And I'm like, I'm trying to do so many things. And none of them were working. And my wife said to me one day, she's like, hey, what if we're supposed to do the things that we're learning from these trainings? Because we went back and did further trainings. I borrowed money and, and went back because I was like, I got to figure out more of this. And I did it really just for myself. And then my wife's like, you know, what if we could do this like as a business? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to be a coach. 
I don't want to be a trainer. I don't, I don't, it's not what I want to do. I, I just want to, you know, I don't want to be one of those people, which I had a stigma or, or a perception of them. Right. When you were um, a coder and you worked at Microsoft, I mean, this is couldn't in some ways, this couldn't be more opposite from what you had been doing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, honestly, I wasn't that good of a coder. I kind of sucked. Um, <laughs> I was, I was, I mean, I was doing some, you know, designing some apps as an intern and I came back and I started building a business, like a consumer electronics business. To be honest, I think that prior to me unlocking my mind, I was as mediocre as you can think of as an individual. I mean, sure, some friends and, and colleagues of the time might be like, oh, he, he had big vision. He had great desires and ambition. And he thought uniquely. He had a lot of faith and belief. So there were a lot of people just like me. And I had no results to show for. And other people who had less faith less desire, work less hard, have more to show for. So to me, I, I was just as mediocre as anyone can be. And just a regular dude. But because, and you brought up a good point, like it's like, I mean, you brought me to this thought, is that because of the unlocking, I was like, whoa, I went from a totally mediocre regular dude to all of a sudden, I feel like I access God mode. I'm like, what if I could do this for other individuals who are already brilliant? So I started designing my ideal client. I'm like, I want, I, I want someone who's brilliant. I want someone who's already got interest, you know, mild to intense interest in the mind. Someone who, who is an investor, right? Who's used to investing in something. So they probably have no problem investing in themselves. So anyway, I started designing attributes and here and there. And then in, in like literally two weeks, I found my very first client who had a PhD in psychology, really cool dude, super smart, brilliant guy and, um, hardworking, just like in so many ways, he was literally what I designed. And on top of it, he was an investor and he referred all his friends to me. Really great guy. Now I thought, Whoa, I, I designed my wife. She showed up. I designed my first client. He showed up. What else? So I started playing with the design. It's like, imagine if you were a scientist and you discovered a formula to literally print what you want into reality. Would you not keep printing? You would explore the boundary of what could you possibly design? And then you, you get to a point, you're like, wait a second, I want to share this with people. Because if everyone could just print what they want, then why would there be a lack? And everyone would be more abundant. And then I began to think, wait, what is, what, what if even the most abundant people in the world, and there are a lot of great, there are a lot of good people that are very abundant. What if I can help them become even more abundant? Cause I thought, you know, I'm just this mediocre, random, regular guy. And I unlocked my mind. And I felt like I accessed God mode. This is why this podcast is called God mode. I think, I mean, that was, that was the initial idea. Cause it's like cheat code, right? You, you, you type in the code, all of a sudden you unlock the capabilities of the machine and you're like, Whoa. Right. And I thought if I can help other people who are very influential, very successful, very good at heart, so there are plenty of good people in this world. If I can help them unlock their mind and access God mode, what would happen to this planet and our civilization? See, many of the issues that we face 
many of the issues, and sure, different socioeconomic background, different people in different regions face different so-called problems. But if we were to, if we were to look at the bigger picture, all the problems actually correlate in some way, some some shape or form. And hmm. and you know, some may say there's economics problem. There's the, you know, some a lot of people will say there's a problem with the economy right now, and and some people will say there's a problem with with uh, you know gender issues, equality. That some people may say there's a problem with um, food, access to food and water in certain parts of the world. People talk about all kinds of stuff, right? What I thought was. All of it comes down to resourcefulness, because I was extremely unresourceful physically, but I got myself into a resourceful state through unlocking. And and there are specific things that we do in the training, obviously, that are formulas that allow us to unlock the mind. And formulas, when you combine them in a unique way, you get algorithms. And when you combine the algorithms in a unique way, in a certain combination, you get an operating system that produces predictable outcome. So I, I hear people out there talk about formulas and stuff, but we're not just about formulas. We're all about algorithms and operating system. Because you can sell formula, but if you need, if you if you are able to sell algorithms, and and even a operating system, that's a whole different level of predictability. So I set out. I'm like, okay, I'm creating this. I'm coaching people at the time and working with people that I literally, to be frank, had no business coaching. They were doing better than me in so many ways. I all I had was one. All I had was really a, a, a system of cheat codes. So I mean. To be frank, so many students over the years have been like, "Hey, you know, I'm a businessman. I'm a, an entrepreneur, but I feel like I'm doing business with so and so, so and so, who's way more successful than I am. I feel like an imposter, or I feel like, you know, I'm 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 just nobody compared to these people. That's the paradox, right? That's the problem. Is that what they don't understand? Is that we are actually magnificent." But there, we're lacking the codes to unlock who we are. So even if other people seem to be far more successful physically or financially or whatever, if I give you a cheat code and you unlock your mind, all of the success in the physical world will not compare to how much your mind can do. And you'll catch up in no time. Anyway, I'm I'm talking a lot.、Um, throw some questions at me. I I think that this is this marks the beginning. Of, of, the foundation of upgrade. I have a couple of remarks because I mean it. It brings me back I, as I'm listening to your story. Some things are coming up in terms of how we met、mm. and the butterfly effect that I was thinking about、mm. too.、Um, because we met when you did a presentation at a real estate conference, and I think back to how I got invited to that real estate conference and the butterfly effect that took me there because I met someone. At a different real estate conference in Denver, and you know we know this gentleman, and he's been on this podcast before. His name's Joe, nice guy. At the time when I met him, I honestly thought I would never interact with this person again. I was like, he's nice guy. I'll probably never ever hang out with him again. 
know, different worlds and models of the worlds. Um, but then he was like, Hey, I know someone in Utah. And I was like, yeah, I know one guy in Utah. And I named who the person was. His name was Taylor. And he's like, Oh, I know Taylor too. And I was like, well, that's weird. You know, that, that one random person that I know in Utah, this, this random guy happens to know him too. And then what are the odds? Yeah. I mean, now looking back into the odds are pretty high, right? It's that butterfly effect that you brought up when that, you know, you have to trust that feeling though. I think that's where we can unlock for a lot of our clients to really tap into that emotion of trusting the intuition that some things may be aligning for us and they're happening for us. Because a lot of times we get stuck in why is this happening to us? We got to begin to tap into why that's happening for us. So when I think, and I'm listening to your story, when I'm like, man, all these things happened for me to find upgrade to be in the position where I'm now speaking with you and Brady and we're doing all these amazing things. And as you were talking, I'm thinking about Israel. I'm thinking about the trip to Europe last year. And now I'm thinking about the future of the skill sets that we have to design and help people. So I guess where I'm going with this, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, I hope you're getting some inspiration from William's story, from my story, from Brady's story. Uh, Brady, I think you should share too how you came to find Upgrade. And I know you've known William longer than I have. So, because I want the listener to kind of realize that things happen for us. And if you can unlock the next level of believing in yourself along with some mental programming skills, because that's what Upgrade is great at. We help the operating system. A lot of people focus on the apps. So if like, say if they're real estate or if they're a professional athlete, musician, they just focus on their app where upgrade focus on the operating system that supports the apps. And we make, that's why clients get faster results because they're like, oh, the operating system is supporting all this. So if this is your first time listening or viewing to God mode, this is what upgrade is about. We help the operating system support whatever you're great at already, unlock and move faster. So Brady, what do you tell how you- I like what you said about the, well, yeah, differentiating between, am I working on the app and making it better, oh, I'm more proficient with the app. Or am I working on the operating system? And everyone understands this analogy now because it, <laughs> we all have phones and we all have apps. So for me, I uh, was the film director for what's now the world's largest YouTube channel. And at the time, I mean, it's this isn't exactly when I first met Will, but the reason that this stood out to me, Will, is you, you said this earlier about design and if I hadn't designed, you know, my fiance and set this goal, would it have happened? And if I hadn't hopped on a phone call with you after years of us, you know, not talking and I'll see a post on Facebook. Oh, look at him. He's on some $20 million Malibu mansion. What's he up to? And you see a post to me. Oh, look at that. He's a mountain. I was with Mike all the time. Oh uh, yeah. You mansion. both went. That's that pretty was sweet. One. That was a good day. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I'm over here posting photos with $300,000 piled up in a money mountain behind me or burying someone alive in the ground for 50 <laughs> hours. It's like, it's weird. So you and I are like, okay, well, let's sync up because what the heck, you know, for both of us. In that phone call, you just asked me the question, what do you want? And all I could think of was I wanted a nap because all I did was work. 
and always, but beyond that, it was, I, I had to design something because I'm not going to sit here flat footed on this call and not have something I can't say that I want. Cause are you kidding me? How can you not just immediately think of one thing that you would want? But I couldn't, I hadn't really paused. And I wonder if as a listener, you who's listening to this today, have you sat down and really asked yourself if all of the resources in the world were there for you? If you could design whatever it is you wanted, print it into life, like William was saying, do you have a clear plan as to like what would be the first five things? Sure, you could. But, uh, I want a you know a bigger TV. You want this car? The Cybertruck's taking too long. Uh, but what else? Could you get up to thirty? This is fun because this actually challenges the mind and goes, "What else do you want?" You realize that about 30, 35, you're like, "I ran out of stuff. I can't believe it. I thought I could just go down this list, but." you asked me that. And I said, well, I've rented for a long time. I'd like a house soon, I guess. And then two days later, I won a house. I won an entire house. It furnished at a $9,000 hot tub in the backyard Had a laptop. I had a PlayStation five. I still have the PlayStation five. It had all of these things in it. I won a freaking house. And there's like a over a hundred million views to ratify this online. But the point was, is I don't know that that would have happened. I can't prove it either way, but I'm not sure that that would have happened if I hadn't designed it. And so in our lives, you know, that like you are either going to deserve more or you're going to move forward in life, not deserving more because you didn't decide you deserve more. And that's up to you. It's a matter of the options that you give yourself. So yeah, I think that's kind of my story, how I found once that happened, I'm like, okay, that's weird. You know, what is this guy up to? Oh, you've been training all over the world. You've been sitting at the feet of these masters in in Eastern philosophy and Western arts and this and that and this government. Oh, you're teaching what you're learning. Okay, sign me up, please. So I went to the training and everything changed. Everything changed. I ended up leaving my job and I ended up saying, dude, let's create together. We have a company together. We have all these travels now that me, Will and Michael have been able to do. Everything has started from a butterfly effect kind of decision for me. When I asked myself, what do I really want for you? When you said, could I, is there a better way? And for Michael, when one coincidence led to another led to the most fulfilling things that he's done. So to circle back to what is the point to upgrade? It's to draw another person out of the ether of coincidence. Everyone that's found this podcast, everyone that's come to our trainings, they have, st <laughs> they all have stories. They go, well, this thing happened. And then I, I met someone that had listened to the pod or had gone to a training and I had just started doing meditation or I had just had this huge breakthrough and I wanted more, didn't really know where to look. And then I came across upgrade every person that has found themselves here learning and, and drinking from this pool of unlocked mode of God mode. They usually have some sort of interesting story and past that, as they follow this, as they try the 21 day challenge, as you go to a live training, you try one of our different things that are, are there for you to grow with. You're going to notice, and this is no guarantee. We can't promise it, but as I've seen it, the pursuit of this leads to more things that are not coincidences. And they just simply happen. That seems ethereal, woo woo until you, <laughs> until it happens a lot. And you're like, eh, it just happens. Yeah. It's the natural mode. It's just that we have installed software that limits the operating system. 
or we had an outdated operating system that does not allow us to tap into the true capabilities. I, I think that one of the key things that we have discovered over the years and, and began to, and I'm going to say that you'll begin to understand this if, if you listener or viewers are jumping into our upgrade trainings, you'll notice one of the biggest things is that the operating system, just think about computers, the operating system not only interacts with you, it interacts with the user, right? It interacts with the hardware and all the software. It's like a multi-dimensional interface. It interacts with the hardware and the software and the user and everything else that it plugs into. The internet as well, right? So then you can, and it monitors and it, it regulates, it does all the things. Now consider if you are just changing your apps, we can probably compare that in, in the behavioral science world, you're changing behaviors. You're changing maybe even habits. But what you're not doing, if you're not changing operating systems, is that you're not changing things like our, our beliefs and our values and even our identity. And, and what you're definitely not, not experiencing is what's going to happen in, in the physical and or beyond. Can you interact with the physical and beyond? The, the beauty of changing and modifying what's in the operating system is that it allows you to interact with what I would say the physical world and beyond. And so that's where my curiosity began. I was like, what if by modifying and unlocking my mind, it gave me access to creating change in such a way that impacted real world events in my life, at least, and those who I'm connected to somehow, whether in the past, present or future. And what's interesting is when my wife at that time decided to break up with her fiance at the same time I set the goal, begin to consider if you're listening to this, begin to consider what if by not designing, you're not setting into effect, the butterfly effect or the domino effect or the cascading effect of what could be the most ideal future. Whoa. Because you're just floating in this soup of reality without making a decision, making a choice. And in, in ancient texts like the Bible, um, and, and look, it's not just the Bible, the free will is a concept that many religion or any other, many other, many other ancient texts mention as one of the greatest gifts, being able to make decisions for ourselves. That decision to be able to make the choice of what we want dictates what the operating system's gonna do and execute the next moment. Imagine a computer sitting still. You turn it on, the operating system's turned on, you know, it's, it's the, the computer's on, and you're holding the mouse. Maybe you've done this. You're holding the mouse or the trackpad, and your hand's resting on the keyboard, your one hand, your other hand, right? And you're staring at the screen, and you're moving the mouse left to right, left to right, left to right. That's how most people live their lives. They create a file, they delete the file, 
they create the file, they delete the file. They go online and browse the, the weather and the latest news, and then they throw it away. They, they close it, right? Clear the, tr the, the, the cache of the browser, and then repeats, rinse and repeat. They get tired after eight, nine hours. They, they start again the next day after they, they wake up. That's how most people literally and metaphorically use their operating system. How many of us really understand what, can, what else can be done with the operating system? Maybe a very, very teeny percentage. So this magnificent machine that could be used to calculate things that allows us to travel to space, this magnificent machine that could allow us to connect with people from across the world, this magnificent machine allow us to influence millions, if not billions of people and beyond this machine that allows us to discover the most incredible, the most delicious recipes that has ever been created in human history, or this, this thing allowing us to know where to avoid in terms of danger or, 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 you know, things that we should just avoid and, or showing us where the opportunities are, the movement in, in the economy, the movement in society, this machine that gives us access to data beyond imagination. Most of us are like, let me go online and see people dance <laughs> for 10 seconds at a time. Yeah. I mean, sometimes they don't and, have and, the spark too. I mean, like, yeah, like, I think that's what um, upgrade gives a lot of people is that little spark that they are more powerful than they believe they might be because we say this a lot, people are doing the best with the resources that they have available to them. And I think that's what Upgrade offers many people, many listeners, many of our clients that come is a new way, new resources. And it ignites that imagination that they've never tapped into the power that they have inside of them because they have these infinite resources inside of them and they just didn't know how to tap into them. They, what, but I think that obsession that you have gets passed down. And we talked about this a little on the last episode too, how we're spreading this environment in a very positive way. And I mean that when I say spreading is that our clients are now tapping into new resources and they're spreading that obsession to their family members, to their clients too. Hey, did you know that you are this powerful? Like, did you truly know? So that obsession is getting passed out. Well, and it's cool too, because part of the way that you unlock, I mean, there's all sorts of different times. One of my favorite stories that you, you talk about, and this is when Michael says, does someone have the spark? Maybe they haven't had a need to, or maybe they haven't explored what life could be like on the other side of that spark occurring. And so they simply are just not uh, open to the idea of finding where that spark could even sit. Where could that spark? Oh, I, wait a minute. It could ignite something. What's the purpose of the spark? Because you have all of these things, all this potential. You have the story, Will, where you you had the most beautiful home in uh, in Utah. It's like all glass. It's dark. It's modern. It looks like a super villain who's cool. But I mean, it's just a cool looking house. <laughs> and the, in the story, like you leading up to the close of it is out of nowhere. They're like, hey, you need an additional $100,000. And you had like the smallest window of time, like a couple days to just go, okay, well, you know what? I have the spark of, I know that this, on the other side of this decision, this fervor, this need to solve something, 
that I will go out and I will find it. I will make it happen. And then you did. And it, so that story was so cool because boom, then you moved into the house. Everything figured itself out because you had a need, you had a want, and your want was so clear. Your design was so obvious that you would imagine yourself and your first child that you would end up having in this house and all of these incredible stories that would come from this place. And so you simply had to have it. So does the, do you as a listener, is there something you simply have to have? And what if you only had a couple days to get it? And what if on the other side of that, you had to find $10,000 and you had to go out and make it happen tomorrow? Can you add enough wants and enough desire to go and get that, whatever it took? Because I promise you, you can. I mean, promise is kind of a, I'm pretty sure that somebody could do that because you did it with a lot more at stake. And so the other side of that spark is the ability to design everything you didn't know you wanted. And that's cool. Imagine, imagine, imagine this with me for a moment. Imagine this evening, a spaceship lands in our front lawn and no, none of our neighbors saw it. Somehow you, right? The listener or the viewer or, or any of us, right? We we're listening, we're viewing this as you're participating in this podcast. Think about this. Imagine none of your neighbors saw it, none of your friends and family. There is a sound calling out to you saying, Hey, come outside. We, we got a special treasure for you. Now, this is like in the most positive manner you can imagine. Like, think of it like, whoa, there's this future advanced race or, or current advanced race that may be millions of years ahead. And they're like, hey, I got, I got, a, I got a thumb drive for you because I got to convert it into what you can access now, right? So they gave, they gave you a thumb drive. They're like, within it holds access to all of the universe's treasures and all of the capabilities of the human race. And even the things that you haven't considered to be possible yet, you will soon discover that they are within reach. If you look in this thumb drive, you will discover all of this. And you're like, oh my gosh, I want, I want this. I want this. And then this, this advanced intelligence, this being's like, what are you, what are you willing to give to have this? And, and you're like, well, you know, you already have it in the thumb drive. Why not just give it to me? Right? Why not just give it to me? And the alien says, or, or this advanced intelligence says, no, 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 no. I don't need your stuff. And, and you're like, well, you clearly do because you're asking me for money or something. Alien points at the ship, right? This advanced intelligence. It's like, well, do you really think I need something of yours? Do you really think I need your money? It's useless to me. Look at this thing that I have. Look at what access I have. If I have within my thumb drive, everything, right? And so you're, you're like perplexed, you're confused. You're like, okay, then why are you asking me for something in exchange? Right? This advanced intelligence says, well, because how else am I going to get your attention? What you are willing to give in exchange for this knowledge, 
I want you to think of the biggest thing you can give in exchange for this knowledge. Because if you pay, if you pay a million dollars, I'm not, I'm not the one receiving the million dollars. I am getting a million dollar worth of your attention. Because how else am I going to ensure that you get this thumb drive and just sit on it or throw it in the drawers and never touch it? How else am I going to ensure that everything that is in here will be put to good use? Taken seriously and applied. Well, that blew me away. I don't have any other thing. <laughs> I mean, this is the story of Upgrade. I mean, it's do you know where you could go if you designed it, if you realized that you were worthy of it, and you move forward with massive purpose and action without even really knowing what that looks like, but just being willing to do it, willing to go forward, willing to say, sure, give me that thumb drive. I'll pay whatever I have to. Your spaceship is really cool. You seem legit. So yeah, Here, here's look for the, the thing, thumb drive. Right? To be honest, even if you were faced with that, most of us might be like, uh, what, 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 uh, what, I, I don't know. I'm being honest, right? I was doing that. I was like, I want in, but I don't know. Am I willing to give up all that I know? See, it's not even about the money. What most people don't know when they find us is that unconsciously they are not sure if they can justify letting go of their old reality, allowing it to shatter. Because what happens is everything they had done previously will be proven to be the last level. They could have done it better. They could have done more. It could have been far more effortless. But they didn't know. They did the best they could. Which, you've heard this. You know, you, you, let's say you become, like some of you have experienced this. You, you become very successful in one thing or another. And then your old friends that you went to high school with, they got jealous. They're like, how is this guy successful or this lady? So successful. What happened? They're no different than me. Why did they succeed? Right? People sometimes get jealous. And so what's interesting is a lot of us will hold ourselves back. And I'm not saying everyone, right? A lot of us will hold ourselves back so that we can, we can fit in. And a lot of us will also hold ourselves back so that we don't have to explain to ourselves how inefficient or ineffectively we were using our mind our whole life. Why didn't we use God mode this whole time? What else could we have done? Yeah. Yeah. I'm speechless. <laughs> let, me, let me say what this. If you hadn't... No, go ahead. You finish your sentence. I want to add one well, more what, thing. You, you said this earlier. What if you hadn't designed this? You'll look back and suddenly realize, I could have been designing this whole time. And at some point, someone's got to just swallow that toad and be okay with it and move forward because... How many more things is someone willing to let fly by undesigned? Make today the day, the last, the last time. See, we make up stories, right? We make up stories of like, imagine um, going from Phoenix to New York, but not on a plane, not even in a car, but running. Would you do it? It would kind of suck, maybe suck really bad. And then imagine if I ask you to swim across the Atlantic to Africa. No way. Nope. N no. What if I pay you a million bucks? Would you do it? No, I wouldn't make it. Sharks would get me. Mm. But what about just going to New York, running? It's inefficient. There are more efficient ways. And now I know that. No, but if I pay you a million bucks, would you do it? 
at this point, no. I would have before. <laughs> <laughs> there are easier ways to do a million bucks, right? To make a million yeah, bucks. Yeah, exactly. But that's the thing. Much of humanity have no idea what they're capable of. So they're willing to work for seven bucks an hour. This is not calling out those individuals. I was one of them. I was one of them. In fact, I, I made, there was a job I had that I made, what, two bucks an hour back in Hong Kong. Yeah, that was what it was. So think about this. People, if, if you offer them a million bucks to run to New York, they probably would say yes, unless they think they can make a million dollars easier in a different way. That, think about that. So if we take that, we can basically say the operating system that majority of the humanity have is inefficient and ineffective in displaying or demonstrating to them that they actually can do so much more. And so based on their wages, you can look at what they are actually... See, here's the thing. This is not about being politically correct or not. This is about really clearly looking at how much access we have. Because individuals who have access, if we have access more access, I mean the mind, we will have more access in our reality. Now, I'm not talking about people with a lot of money have a lot of access to their mind. They are having a lot of access in that area of their mind. But I'm talking about all areas of our lives, from relationship, financial, to personal health, fitness, everything, everything. Because the operating system, imagine an operating system that, that is only good at browsing. You'd be like, well, what about all the other functions that are important, right? Or imagine if an operating system that's really only good at managing the fan. It's like, well, what if I need something else, right? So humans who are saying, yes, I will run to New York from Phoenix for a million dollars. Um... The problem is they, they, this is clearly a metaphor, yet consider it for a moment. How many of you would be willing to do that? And how many of you would be like, no, I'm not going to do that. It has everything to do with how much access you think you have in physical reality, which really means how much access do you actually have with your mind? I just checked it. It's 797 hours of straight walking. And I bet you in 797 hours, you could spend a quarter of that with chat GPT and figure out how to make a million dollars. Come on now. Yeah, this has been amazing. So that's yeah. why I was obsessed and still am. Because when I began to realize, wait a second, I have discovered something that gives me access to my mind, which my mind is the interface to the universe and the knowledge that has been encoded into the fabric of our reality. I just have to get into a specific state and have to be able to get rid of the noise in my mind and have to be able to align my operating system and optimize the functionalities and do the things that we do here in Upgrade. And I would have a chance of uncovering, decoding what's hidden in plain sight. And I thought I'd found a gold mine. So my several hundred bucks to several thousand bucks to even now over millions of dollars 
I mean, last year I spent three point something million dollars. I just found out um, from my accountant, like more exact numbers. I mean, I should probably do better accounting, but I knew it was about three point something million um, to further this. How much is one willing to trade for access? See, some some people, and and you know, I think this episode is okay to go a little longer. Yeah, guys, it's good. Cool. I'll I'll say this. Um, should we do another episode and explain the later part, or should we keep going? Let's, Let's keep, keep going. going. Okay. Some people are like, "Hey, why would you buy Ferraris or Porsche or 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 a yacht or anything like that?" Right? Because we're looking at a yacht and and different things. Why would you do that? I would never spend that much money on these things. People say. The people that say they would never spend that kind of money has no idea how to use these resources to create greater access that's worth more than the money they spent. Obviously, because it's all about access. I mean, I buy a Ferrari, I get access to Ferrari Club, Owners Club, and events. Right? I get access to other things that people normally wouldn't have. You buy a Porsche, same thing. You get a whole new network of people. Buy a boat, buy a yacht. You get access to yacht clubs and the members and the relationships there. One deal could pay for it. So, but then think about what that is a metaphor of. Upgrade is simply access. Upgrade how much someone is willing to invest in themselves, and I'm speaking plainly and transparently. Some when we meet a client, how much. They are willing to pay for themselves and their trainings and invest in themselves, is a clear sign to me how much they actually believe they are worth. And I don't mean it in like oh you know, like like a marketing or sales pitch way. I mean it like how much access do you think your mind has when you unlock your mind? So it's not even just about worthiness or not, because my 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 point here is. Regardless if someone thinks they're worthy or not, would someone actually believe if their minds unlocked, they would have access to tens of thousands, or hundreds of thousands, or millions of dollars worth of something? That tells me. I mean, how much they they spend, how much they're willing to invest. Now, I don't expect someone to come in and be like, "Here's a million dollar for private coaching immediately," right?、Um, I don't expect that, and I don't expect people to be like, "Oh, hey, you know, as I jump in, I'm going to refer you to my cousin, my friends, my family, my neighbor, everyone." Which people do do that. What I do. Well, we have a whole room full of people tomorrow. We have a whole room full of people spending five figures. I don't know if I should put the price out there, but yeah, tomorrow not- we have a three day event. And this is not the first time we've held it. It's going to be packed. Keep going. Yes, and and、um, the thing about these people is that they are coming because they recognize that if we can unlock their mind, because they've tasted it before, whether with us or somewhere else, but we're just really good at aggregating that data. So anyone who's actually experienced some level of unlocking their mind, they recognize it when they get to us. I think it really does take an intelligent, very intelligent person who has experienced some level of unlocking, 
Not saying other intelligent people won't recognize this, but those especially who have experienced some unlocking of their mind, they will see us, meet us, and they'll be like, oh, these guys have done works that will save me eons of time. I'm gonna, I'm willing to, to invest for access, invest in myself for access. Because one, one thing, again, at the end of the day, the reason I got obsessed was because I knew if I could unlock my mind just that little bit and I found the one and I find my ideal client, well, if I could just perfect this, how much am I willing to spend? There's no num number, like it, it would be endless, right? That, that's why I continue to do these trainings and, 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 and invest into trainings and, or, you know, develop more trainings and research. And so our clients come to us and they're like, well, I'm willing to spend this much. That is a clear sign to me that they are not only open-minded, it's not just that, it's that they somewhere in their mind recognize, oh my gosh, if I just unlock my mind some more, I know that we sound somewhat vague. It's not vague at all. The unlocking process is a step-by-step -step process. And when someone does go through it, they begin to recognize, oh, I have access to some things that I would pay far more. So it's really, a, it, it's, it has a lot to do with, do I believe I can have that kind of access? Everyone should believe that. It's a gamble in a sense, isn't it? It's a gamble in a sense, isn't it? Greater risk, greater reward. But risk is simply something that happens when someone couldn't see the other side, right? They don't know. They don't know yet. But what if you can offer someone a tool to see the other side? So the very tools we offer not only unlocks but it shows you what's on the other side the gauge that someone is willing to apply to themselves as to how far have they gone you know that the farthest they've gone is the farthest they've gone but what we're inviting people to do is take on a new level of considerations and realize that this could just be your new ceiling or this could be your new beginning and i think this has been an incredible exploration of that so I'm thankful the upgrade has been formed. I'm grateful that the focus of the mission statement has brought me so much growth and fulfillment. So uh, this has been an amazing episode. Guys, thank you as always for coming on the pod. Any last words, Michael? Will? Yeah, if I will say this last thing, and Michael, feel free to jump into, I think that um, one of the big things is no matter where someone is that's listening to this, whether they're in the beginning of their, their perceived you know, beginning of their journey, or middle or end of their journey or whatever, in whatever area of their life that they wanna work on, consider this, even if you're highly successful, you don't know how much more you could be simply by unlocking more of you. This is not a compare you to other people game. This is compare you to the ultimately most unlocked version of you. Some people are gonna exceed every single thing they could ever dream of, right? Uh, and not comparing to others. Some people are at the beginning of this journey. And so this unlocking will help them accelerate that journey greatly. And so I think that one thing Michael has been sharing with me recently with our, 
are you know participants in sales god is that people who are experiencing this unlocking regardless of whether they are in the beginning of their you know because the training is about persuasion it's really about persuasion becoming the most persuasive version of you that one training and so many of them going into that training they also get the benefit of mental programming from us and so as they go through some people are in the beginning you know stage of their career some people are in the middle some people are like very advanced and high level they all report that they have experienced something that they did not experience they did not expect to experience many of them are like whoa this is wild what could happen when your mind is unlocked so um let's let's talk more about the current state of upgrade in the next episode and what are some of the latest developments and then we'll actually circle around and and finish it up in the next episode but i think this is a plenty long episode yeah Anything i want to add one thing guys? though because uh what you were talking Please. about earlier about shattering someone's reality that happens a lot in sales god because people are sometimes hesitant to let go of their current reality as you were saying so mm. if there's some people out there right now if you're feeling that way i get it i once felt that way too i was once hesitant i was once scared it's time to get out of the shallow end though it's time to take off the the floaties in the swimming pool it's time to dive in and allow yourself to know that there's access out there and that upgrade has that access so if you're ready to shatter your current reality and create a new one upgrades here for you love it love it hey thank you guys we'll we'll see you and and talk to you next time take care